Cassette tape number seven. This is I Will Write Your Book. My name is Will Hines. Look, here's the deal. I am a ghostwriter. I write books for people. And what I do for your benefit is I record my meetings with my clients. And that is so you, an aspiring fan of the publishing industry, can can find out how things work behind the scenes. Uh, with me, as always, is my copy editor, Karen Donahue. Hello, Karen. Hi, Will. Uh, what's the matter? Did I catch you off guard there? Did I? Uh, you're not expecting? I'm always ready. I'm always ready. My name's Teddy Garetti, and I'm always ready. Hey, Your Will. Name is what? Forget it. Okay. Uh, you were confident. I will say that for you. You're really building your confidence in that intro. Last couple weeks, your support of me has really gone down. A couple weeks ago, you were really on my side. And then last time you were just a little bit, and now it's almost gone. What's happening? It's a waste of my energy. The progress that you've made is minimal. Fantastic. And disappointing. Now, Will, you say this is for people who are fans of the publishing industry? What I I said was... maybe Maybe it's for people who are, oh, aspiring fans. Aspiring fans of the... Yeah publishing industry mm-hmm. wouldn't it be like aspiring ghostwriters would listen to this a very small That's audience true. of aspiring ghostwriters you're, you're absolutely right i mean who's an aspiring fan somebody who wants to be a fan that's who this is also for somebody who thinks they might be a fan of publishing but they're not yet sure they are aspiring to be a fan that is part of the audience of this podcast hmm. what are you wearing I'm currently wearing a bathrobe over a full suit. Why? Hmm. I got you dressed. Ridiculous. I got dressed up. I got dressed up for self-esteem, meeting. and then I felt like and you felt stupid. Then I felt stupid. And I was like, I got to casual it up. But it was right before we started the recording, so I just grabbed a bathrobe, you know. And I just this is what this is where it is. Take this off is who the I jacket. Am. Get rid of. Take off Absolutely the jacket. Not. Get rid of the tie. You Absolutely don't put a bathrobe not. over a suit. I'm leaving them on. You know, you don't think sometimes. You just That's don't right. think. I don't. I'm a man of you action. I'm a man of instinctual action, and a lot of times, Ugh. most of the time, it works. Your great. instincts are wrong. They're perfect. No, I've never most made a bad decision in my whole life. Totally incorrect. I've never made a bad decision. See, I've given you this false confidence. I've you given have. you a fault of this false. Your past really couple weeks have. of you being in a good mood has really myself. built me up. I really blame myself. Let's get to our guest. I am going to, I don't know much about this person, but uh, I'm really excited to see what book they want to write. Please welcome Connor McGleason. Connor. Hi, uh, it's an honor to be on the podcast. Longtime listener. Oh, really? Longtime fan. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm super nervous to be on here. To you be see- honest, I, I'm new to books. You're new to books, just as a thing, just as a whole medium. How do you mean? Yeah, you know, I grew up on comic books, uh-huh. which uh, they're, they're a version of books, but I'm I'm new to chapter books. Chapter books, yeah, books like with mostly words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say uh, I've read a few newspapers, magazines in my time. Mm-hmm. I I had a subscription to uh, the newspaper in my hometown of Brockton, Massachusetts, but. <laughs> Books are something else. They're, they're a beast. <laughs> they're intimidating, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They sure are. Oh. Yeah. Well, then, Connor, may I ask what what made you want to write one? Then, if you if you find them intimidating, what what brought you to being a fan of them? Well, listen, I uh, I've been a parking attendant, otherwise known as a traffic cop. Mm-hmm. for uh, the better part of 15 years, mm-hmm. uh, first in Massachusetts sure. and later in uh, Los Angeles. I moved here to follow my dreams of being a, a famous traffic cop, but I soon realized that people don't like parking attendants out here. Matter of fact, they hate us. I get, uh, I get booze when I walk down the street. 
whenever I'm trying to write a ticket, people throw things in my face. Sure. And suddenly I realize that the only way I'm going to change the perception of parking attendance is by writing one of them books about how great hey, Connor, we are. Yeah. I'm Karen Donahue. Mm-hmm. Just so nice you know, you, and I'm Will's copy editor. He awesome. really didn't introduce me. <laughs> My apologies, oh. Karen. I forgot. Well, uh, Karen, ma'am, it's very nice to meet you. Uh, I, I, I bet you sure know a lot about books, huh? Yeah, I do, unfortunately. That's yeah, pretty we, we cool. We both know a lot about Connor, books. Yeah. Connor, now, you had a dream of coming to Los Angeles to be a famous, famous traffic cop. Were you inspired by television, Law and Order? What was your inspiration to come here? Uh, I was inspired by all the amazing movies about famous cars. For example, Mm -hmm. uh, Herbie Fully Loaded is one of my favorite films. (laughs) That's uh, the Lindsay Lohan Mm -hmm. reboot of the classic Herbie loaded films and uh, uh i i, I mm-hmm. was seeing all these famous cars out here but i wasn't seeing the people who write tickets the people who who you know do do the work that keeps order on the roads and i yeah. thought that was kind of unfair because you know the cars don't just magically stay where they're supposed to be parked you need parking attendants to to keep them in the right spots. So, first of all, I'm a huge fan of the Herbie Loaded films also. Uh, I think the Herbie Loaded films, the whole Herbie Loaded franchise, fully loaded, half loaded, quarter loaded, whatever, all the films, I'm a huge fan of. So I'm with you That's wonderful. Yeah. I'm Fellow bit, fan. I, I'm a bit, my you know, as a child, I watched the originals, but I do appreciate the reboots. And I think they found great sure. things to focus on. And yeah, I gotta yeah, yeah, I gotta say when I watch them, I'm like, where's the parking attendant story? Yeah. Oh, it's cost. not in there. It's it's yeah. it's obvious that they're leaving it out. You get the driver because it costs. You need a driver to drive a car. Well, but yeah. that's not the whole picture. I mean, no. I I would even go so far as to say I want to see the parking attendant. I want to see the office where he checks in at work. I want to mm-hmm. see his home life. And mm-hmm. to me, that's just that's just good storytelling. Oh yeah. It, when I watch the Herbie fully loaded films, and by the way, I don't mind that the driver's in it. I like that the driver's in it. Cost. It's not that I don't want the driver to be in it. But sure. can't we also have the parking attendant story? And mm. of the parking attendant story, especially the office. Let oh, me see yeah. the office where he's checking in. Yeah, you, you know, people don't realize how fun parking attendant offices are. I, I think people expect them to be barring, kind of like the DMV, but boy, oh boy, are they wrong. Oh, man, the hijinks we get into filing our tickets, oh boy. I bet lots of jokes, lots of like kidding each other. Yeah, like the other day I had a I had a ticket for $75 from a street cleaning and uh, I, I put it in my buddy's lunch and I oh, said, boy. have fun eating that sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it'll yeah. cost you 75 bucks if you want to eat it. I got him good, yeah. Oh man, you know, that's a great I, one. You know, Connor, also to any kind of portrayal of a traffic cop in... A film is negative. Oh, so, oh sure. You know, yeah. they're always giving a ticket at the wrong time. It's always mm-hmm. inconvenient. It's always, you know, to somebody who doesn't have the money or something. And they're, yeah. they're treated poorly. They're treated poorly in every movie. So, yeah. It's yeah. always like a hero is having a bad day. And then mm-hmm. the final button on the bad day is a parking ticket. And maybe he even sees the parking attendant and they exchange some harsh words. And that parking attendant is not shown in a good light. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. So I think this is brave what you're doing. I it's necessary. It. It's yeah. necessary. We're going to change people's perception of parking attendants. Yeah. And, and you know, sometimes I hear people use the term meet a maid. And I think that that's, uh, that's a little erasing of uh, all us out there that aren't maids. You know, I'm not walking around in a, in a dress. I'm a yeah. I'm a stone cold man named yeah. Connor McLeeson from Brockton, Massachusetts, who's yeah. you know, he's lifting boxes, he's eating steaks, so I'm look, I don't want to be called a maid. How tall are you? You look you look you look pretty sizable. How tall are you? I'm six foot seven. 
That's I mean that is a that's full big. That that's is a full yeah, man big. right there. Thank that is you, not sir. a maid. Yeah. That's that's not a maid. I I, I was wondering. Will's five six. A five six. Uh, in shoes that's five seven. Respectable. Sure. I th- yeah. I think so too, but I don't consider myself a maid either. Even if I am a maid's height. I yeah. Consider myself to be a full blown man and a and a and a and a tough one, stone cold man, just like you said, Connor. Well, let, let's let's change the perception because yeah, meter maid is erasing anybody who's not a maid and is doing yeah. your job. How many maids are there doing the job that you know? How many maids do you know who do this that you? I got with? about uh, I got about sixteen broads at my local okay. office. Yeah, that's a lot. so you know that's a lot. Technically, it's uh, ma, it's ma broads than gents but uh you know it's yeah i did by the way i do detect a very slight boston accent am i right on that i'm a little bit of a scholar of accents yeah so i'm from brockton which is just outside of boston it's a little rough around the edges some people say but uh i'm born and raised there uh my ma my dad we we all come from there for generations back we're, we're Irish on one side Italian on the other yeah you know my my dad's from Fall River oh sure yeah Fall River go there every every other month yeah why not? back when I now. lived there he's in prison ah uh, my regards hey thank you I, I understand you. my my uh my sister's in prison as well yeah it's tough I'm, yeah let me include me too I know people who are in prison no you don't oh no. yeah you do who I got some friends who went to prison. Mm, I got a great. guy who forged stamps. Friend of mine. He went to prison a for friend. that? Yeah, he went to prison for forging. Well, he acted up in the courtroom is the problem. He would have gotten away, I think, with a minor misdemeanor, but he mouthed off in the courtroom and they bumped him up to a prison sentence to teach him a lesson. Who's not going to mouth off in a courtroom? I mean, that's I not his fault. That's what you, I think. You get me in front of a judge and I don't even know what I'm saying. Suddenly I'm talking about, you know, the socks or I'm talking about how I don't want to listen to somebody who's wearing a dress because, you know, those courtroom robes, they yeah. look like dresses. They look like maids. Yeah, exactly. The judges look like maids. Now, Connor, have you ever had to go to court for, oh, you know, one of your parking tickets? Have you ever had to show up in court if somebody was contesting them? Contesting it. All the time. Let me tell you, I I get contested tickets every goddamn week. Uh, I got people saying that they moved their car while I was writing the ticket and it shouldn't count. I got people saying that they were parked legally and I just wanted to give them a ticket for no reason. And it's like, I don't like giving tickets for no reason. Mm. I give them for reasons. Right. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. You said that you were you started off in Massachusetts and then you moved to L.A. to get famous. Yeah. And and only then did you find out that people don't like parking attendants. So was your experience in Massachusetts that people were more positive to parking attendants than they are in L.A.? Oh, yeah. You, you see, I was living in Brockton, so that's a small town. And over yeah. there, uh, parking's a little bit easier. You know mm-hmm. everybody. Uh, sure. I, I, I was working with my buddies. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, got, I have buddies all over in Brockton. I knew the guy who owned the pizza shop. I knew the sure. guy who worked at the deli. He knew my ma. Then you get to L.A. And and this suddenly, is already, I feel like you've named the whole city. I feel like you've already named whole everybody city. in Brockton. Sure. Yeah, yeah the, the football coach, and then you got everybody. You got the deli, the football coach, and the who else did you say? The post office i forget who you said the pizza shop owner pizza shop guy you got like the whole that's all main street that's like yeah and of course the, the guys who, who work at duncan by my house but sure everybody knows them yeah but they uh don't even, you, they don't even count yeah hey connor <laughs> yeah what do you think's the biggest jerk when you're trying to give him a ticket is it the guy in the tesla the guy in the bmw oh. is it somebody in a honda boy what's your oh experience boy. In my experience, the guys in the Teslas are the biggest douchebags. I mean, they think they're hot shit just because their cars don't rumble. What kind of car doesn't rumble? Sounds like a busted engine if you ask me. But no, they're some kind of eco-friendly who's it, what's it. I mean, who needs a silent car? I want to impress the ladies with my, my engine. Yeah, you want a good growl under the hood. Yeah, and you should listen to my pocket attendant car. I mean, that thing is loud as loud as an elephant. That you mean the car you drive around and when you're doing your job? 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is that a company-provided vehicle, or do you have to bring your own vehicle? It's company-provided, thank the Lord. And, and let me tell you, it's a good job. We get benefits. We get the company car. They wash the car every week. Every week? But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good job otherwise. cars sparkle. Yeah. Well, we got we to gotta impress the public with our professionalism. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're allowed to use that car for your for your personal use? Well, I certainly do. The ways I see it, if I'm going to be driving around, I want people to know what my profession is. So when I go, right. for example, to the bar to meet the ladies like yourself, you know, beautiful you. ladies. Thank I, you. I bring my car so they know, for example, if you was a fireman, you might bring your fire truck. I'm a, a parking attendant. I bring my parking attendant car. What are the things you do in your personal life? You like to go meet ladies. You like yeah. to go to the bars. Is there anything else? Yeah. What is in the personal life of Connor McLeeson? What What makes you happy besides your job? Well, I'm taking an acting class here in Los Angeles. I figured if I want to be a famous parking attendant, I got to have, uh, I gotta have the charisma that actors like Lindsay Lohan have so right. I I signed up for uh, an acting class it's mostly uh, 20 year olds but yeah. I don't mind the kids they're nice they're nice yeah what's an example of a scene that you've had to act like what kind of scene is it like something from a play like a breakup scene I feel like a lot of times yeah. in acting classes you do very emotional powerful scenes yeah, I, uh, the other day I did a scene with my scene partner about uh, how we were trying to get a divorce. And I thought in my head, I'm thinking this is perfect because I'm divorced. I got divorced from my wife, Sheila. Uh, it's been five years ago. Okay, yeah, right I'm, before I uh, left Massachusetts. Uh, my, my sympathies. That can be really hard. Yeah. Will's it, also divorced. I, I am divorced, divorced. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I t how, how'd that go? Was not, your wife her cheating name's on Linda. you? It was 15 years ago. It was. It did not end well. It was a non-amicable departure. I'm In so fact, sorry. it is still actively hostile. You know, I, and no disrespect uh, to the lady here, but broads, you can't, you oh. can't live with them. Give me a break. Thank they're, you. They're 100 percent crazy, all of them. I couldn't agree. Uh, with Will yeah. hates women. Will hates women. I do. So I hate women. Right I hate women. You, I have intense anger against women, and I often it it, it can get, it can get bad. Unfortunately, yeah. I hate, I hate well, to say it. There's good yeah. ones out there, and I work with some of them at the parking attendant office. All 16 of them are pretty good ladies, but I find that as soon as you get married to a broad, all of a sudden the cat comes out. Yeah. So it was shortly after your divorce that you moved to L.A., is that right? That's right, yeah. So it was something in the end of your relationship made you think, I got to live my life. I got to follow my dream and go become a famous parking attendant. Well, uh, my wife, Sheila, she didn't like the job. She thought it was a joke that I was giving people tickets. She thought it was ridiculous that I gave her a ticket at one point. Okay. But in my defense, she was parked in a red zone. So what am I going to do? It, you know, you, if you're married to a doctor and you're sick, they're going to give you medicine. If you're married to a parking attendant and you're parked in a red zone, they're going to give you a ticket. She should be honored. She was kind of, you know, seemed like she was flirting. Yeah, for it. that's what I thought. I, I legitimately did think that. I thought Sheila knows what my profession is, so she must want me to give her a ticket like how when a lady asked you to help her with a suitcase. Right. So you gave her a ticket, exactly. maybe kind of happy, yeah. thinking that you were playing into her flirting. Yeah, and she did not like it. In fact, um, that night she went and stayed over at her sister's. She Ugh. said, uh, Connor, I, I can't live like this. You're, um, you're a joke of a man, and Ouch. you have, or you have uh, repressed repressed issues with your relationship to women and your own manhood right. that you need to deal with. And I thought, somebody's been talking to the sister, you know, because oh, yeah, right. who kind of who's it, what's it? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's actually pretty what's similar. That's actually pretty similar to what Linda said to Will 15 years ago. So, yes, oh boy. Um, very similar. Somebody wanted to write a book about problems with women, and I used my wife as an example in a lot of the, a lot of the book. And she read it, and then she and her sister uh, got together and told me I should leave the marriage. So it actually was pretty similar. 
That's just like, you know, women shouldn't have sisters. I say it all the time. And, and yeah. I, if I wrote a second book, I might write about that. Women shouldn't have sisters. That'd be a great book. Yeah. Yeah, I that, got a couple ideas. Were you thinking about basing this book on you, on your life, autobiographical, or, you know, were you thinking of it more fictitious? Is it like a gang of parking attendants who are, I don't know, superheroes that have to overcome something? Or what's your thoughts? What was yes. your idea? So I, the way I was going to write it was, uh, it's, it's a day in the life of me as a parking attendant. And instead of seeing how mean they are or like how uh, bossy they are trying to give you tickets all the time, what you actually see is a good guy who loves doing his job, who's really, you know, fucking hilarious. Sorry, I don't know if I can curse on this thing. You can curse. Go nuts, go nuts. Thank you. Uh, I did an impressive company, ma'am. I, I didn't know. But uh, I I uh, I have a really fun day, and I thought I'd throw in some of the hijinks from us boys at the office, and then uh, I talk a lot about my car because parking attendant cars they got leather seats, they got all kinds of compartments where you can mm-hmm. store stuff in. If you need to put your parking pad, you put it in the the compartment. So I thought I, in doing that, you'd get to know how great I was and and other parking attendants and then maybe uh drew barrymore would invite me on a show because she got a talk show now i don't know if you know um Mm -hmm. i i barely heard of it yeah she got a talk show and my uh my ex-wife she was a big drew barrymore fan and uh you know long before she had the the show yeah she she used to watch charlie's angels and uh laugh at all the drew barrymore jokes and uh, she really liked riding in boys, riding in cars with boys. It's a great Drew Barrymore film. Yeah, I <laughs> silly me, I thought it was for the cars. Turns out it was for the strained relationship with men. Mm. That's rough. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah. What kind of car did your wife drive? You said you gave your wife a ticket. What kind of car did she drive? She drove a Honda Civic. Yeah, okay. pretty standard. Good respectable car right there. Yeah, it was a 1998 Honda Civic. So, you know, she was showing his age, but uh, she Has worked okay. she moved okay. on at all? Is she seeing somebody? It's been five years. Is your ex-wife in a new relationship? Yeah, she got remarried uh, two years back. Sorry, that, that can be hard, too. What kind of guy? He was uh, he was a firefighter. Uh, worked at the local firehouse. Um, you know, knew a guy I knew, if you could believe it, because it was Brockton, oh small town. Firefighters, uh, are, those are... Those are real men. Those are tough men. Yeah, well, pocket attendants are real men, too. It's just you don't always see it because, oh, I'm sorry that the red zone isn't actually on fire. But let me tell you, if there's a fire and there's a there's a car parked in the red zone, you're not getting out. You get a burn. So Right. So you are kind of saving lives by keeping people out of that red zone. Oh, for sure. For sure. That'll be in my book because in my book you get to see that there's going to be an accident and it's going to happen because people were parked in, in a loading zone. Still, I got to say, firefighters are pretty manly. I mean, like, they're so strong, first of all. They're like, they're just, <laughs> yeah, they, really, they mean, really got something They really got something about them, I think. What are you I'm, doing, Will? Yeah, uh, Michael's not strong. If, if anything, he's big doofus. <laughs> you know, he, just, he goes to the bar, he, he orders a, a fucking Pinot Noir. <laughs> what kind of guy is that? You know, yeah, what kind of guy is that? Somebody, yeah. with a, somebody with good taste in wine, it sounds like. Somebody with like, some well, what are you doing? pretty sophisticated taste in wine. And, and it's not like he didn't bring in his own baggage. You know, he, he had two kids. So so uh, good luck, Sheila, because now you got two kids. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, I guess, you know, she wanted to be a mom. So Kids are the pits. I can say that as a mom. Kids are the pits. <laughs> yeah. I don't even. I, who needs cars? Uh, who needs kids when you get cars? <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So jokes like yeah. that would go in the book. That'd be a great yeah. joke to to put a, a great joke to put in the book. Yeah, and you know, I, like for example, it would be cool if the book showed up in bookstores across America, and maybe just for example, uh, in Brockton, the Brockton Barnes and Noble, you might see it in the window display and. Um, for example, if if you were walking down to get your coffee your coffee culotta at the Dunkin' Donuts, 
you stop and you know you think i'm married to this firefighter named michael but this guy this my ex-husband you wrote a book so so this is a real revenge fantasy kind of thing you got going on here no i know i i'm I'm just revenge uh, is that you have a book in a bookstore and your wife just your ex-wife just happens to walk by and notice it yeah if she sees it it's no big deal she better not think we're getting back together because let me tell you what's what we're not we're not i mean i think about it i think about it a lot but gun in my head would i get back together with sheila probably not i i'd give it a few dates sure sure of course i give it a few dates she wants yeah. to get back together i'd you know, maybe we live together. We try it out, but <laughs> but nothing better, more than that. Nothing more. She than better that. be careful. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to do anything more than live with her if she wants to try to get back together. Yeah, and I'm not having. She better not think I'm having kids because I'm not. I get a dog for sure, but you know. Maybe maybe this should be a fictional story. Maybe there could be a day in the life portion about your life, and then yeah. a story of some fictional parking attendant. You know, who like there's a fire. But the firefighters are such doofuses that they yeah. like set themselves on fire. Yeah. And so the city doesn't know who else to call and they call in the parking attendants to come in and try to do something. Yeah, I would read that book for sure. That's why you re- you work in books because you got ideas like that. Hey, I read yeah. lots of books. They don't intimidate me. I don't think they're beasts. Yeah, that's better yeah. than Herbie Fully Loaded. This could be a Herbie Fully Loaded level of drama and comedy. Yeah, I, I would read that. So maybe the parking attendant's in a car, and the car is alive, okay? The car can drive itself, just like Herbie. And the firefighters are such doofuses, they set themselves on fire. And then the the cars wake the parking attendants up. They, like, honk their own horns. The cars drive themselves up to the doors of their masters. And then the parking attendants come out, and they get driven to the fire to save the day. Maybe that's that's something we could do. I would love to do that. And a doofus is named Michael. And yeah, he's the, got du- two the kids. main dubus is named Michael. He's got two kids, and he sets himself yeah. on fire. Yeah, and then you have a whole chapter about how he, the pain of him burning to death. Yeah, and then and she was like, "Oh, I better divorce this guy." A whole chapter on Sheila. We'll name the character Sheila, divorcing Michael because yeah. he's been burned to a crisp. But she would forgive him for that. What she's divorcing him for is because he's such a doofus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, the guys at the office get a hoot out of that. (laughs) Yeah, I think this book will be in Barnes & Noble all across the country. Yeah. You know, you guys, uh, my buddies, they say, who reads books? And I say to them, you don't even know what's inside the books. How can you say who reads them? That's true. Yeah. You can't put books down if you never open them. Yeah. And I'll be honest, there's a lot of who's it, what's it in some of your more smarty pants books, but we don't have to do a who's it, what's it book. Yeah, I, I want to do a kind of book that like your common man could read. He reads yeah. it at the bar when he's ordering a Guinness and he's maybe thinking, we'll, oh, what a great book. I'm getting a hoot. Maybe we'll put a Red Sox logo on it just so people know this is like yeah, the common man. Yeah, you, you get a little Red Sox on the front and then the Pats on the back. I'd read yeah. that for sure. Oh, man. You definitely would man. pick it up, I bet. Yeah. Oh, man. I, and it's the kind of book you can read when you're watching a baseball game. You know, we put that on the cover. I think people would buy it. And this is just a pitch, soft pitch. But maybe there's yeah. also a ghostwriter in this book, and he's got an ex-wife. And she's, she's frankly got a lot of anger issues. She got a so sister? Maybe, yeah, she's got a sister, and the sister and this ex-wife, they keep telling each other that this ghostwriter's a... He's bad news. Yeah. Maybe the parking attendant and the ghostwriter they team up to fight fires. Yeah. And then know. and there's then there's something uh, to think about. We don't have to go yeah, there. Yeah. I like to it. And then all of a sudden you look and they got like uh they got new suits. They're both wearing fresh suits from like the Brooks fresh brothers. Suits. That's what yeah. they, do they wear robes over them? Yeah, Maybe. sure. I like I like your style, Mr. Will. I think it looks good. Me too. If I was if I was the ex-wife, I'd be crying right now. What I, I would lost. too. If yeah. I, uh, wear, wearing a robe over a suit, that's like a Hugh Hefner move. That's yeah. like a casual millionaire. It's like you look good, but you're comfortable. You know, you look yeah. good because of the suit, but you're comfy because of your nice big yellow robe. Your nice big yellow fluffy robe makes you feel comfy. 
Yeah. Hugh Hefner, that's like, you know, you want to talk about somebody who doesn't like books, I'd say it's a guy who made magazines. <laughs> oh, yeah, there, that's yeah. That's true. That's he yeah. wanted more pictures and less words. Yeah. That's, you got a point there. And so, I, yeah. I maybe used to think that was cool, but I changed my mind because now I like books. You know, I, I'm hearing about how good they are and how good the stories are. Yeah, they're not are. so bad. They're not so not bad. Not so bad. Maybe we'll put yeah. you hey, Hefner in Will, the book, too. this is kind of interesting that you're injecting yourself into the book. Oftentimes not myself. you resist it. Not myself. You resist it. Well, uh, Just ghost a writer. ghost writer. It's a it's name. Will or what, name what Will named Will Hines, but lo- only right. loosely inspired by mm-hmm. my life. A lot of the That's details sure. will be different. A lot of like I'm not friends with a parking attendant in real life, and I've never beaten up a doofus firefighter. But in this book, yeah. Will Hines, the character, definitely will. His talking and thinking car will drive him to the scene of a fire where he and a parking attendant will beat the holy shit out of a couple of doofus firefighters. Yeah, and then they'd be crying, you know. They'd be, be like, really "Oh, kind of, I'm not really." A, yeah, kind of pushing yourself on Connor's revenge fantasy book. I don't you see know, it that you, way. You, you want your own revenge fantasy book, I don't book, see it so that you're, way. Well, that's I'm what's happening. I'm balancing it out. I'm that's balancing. That's what's happening. Maybe there's a copy editor. Doesn't she, have to be. And she doesn't catch on fire, yeah. but her place gets burned down, and she learns to appreciate the jobs that she had. Yeah, and she's got a house wow. made of books. She's got a house made of books. She loves books so much that mm. the house is made of them. Yeah. But Very then the fire burns it down, and boy, does she regret not being friends with uh, a ghostwriter who knows how to fight fires before that. But, mm. she, you know, she's she's a nice lady. She looks lovely, and yeah, it's yeah. no disrespect to women. It's just yeah, a story. Yeah, fine. No disrespect to women. Yeah, she looks all right. Whatever. Right. But yeah. thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, the copy editor does have a healthy, healthy savings account and a lot of investments and mm-hmm. a lot of other um, assets as well as multiple homes. That's so not the way I, I see. That's not the way I see this copy editor. A house made of books editor. burning down wouldn't that be that big of a deal. Copy editor in this book, I think, should be poor as shit. Should be desperate. Should be like begging. F- Begging. <laughs> yeah, so poor that you can't even afford a ticket to a Red Sox game. You got to go sit outside and just listen to the announcers. I, yeah, I wouldn't bad. do that. I don't mind I mean, sitting on someone's roof, you know, watching. Yeah. A... I mean, I used to do that, but now that I got my pocket intended money, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. So I, I got, you know, I could fund a family if, if I had to. If it going to my head, I could fund a family. I don't want kids, but. You know, I, I, I got a bunk bed in my house for kids. So you could make it work there. if you had to. You can make it yeah. work. Yeah. Hey, do you get a do you get a bonus on how many tickets you write, Connor? Do they pay extra? Yeah, we got quotas. So every you know, uh-huh. it's not exactly a bonus. You're not gonna make my money, but if you don't get your quota, you're gonna be on the chopping block. So for example, uh-huh. I gotta write uh about let's see, twenty tickets a day. And on average, wow. I, I, I tend to hit the quota. It's not hard here in Los Angeles because pe- people park like maniacs. I yeah, mean, I bet. Right. these Teslas are parked crooked. They're in loading zones. They're blocking sidewalks. Oh, boy, oh, boy, if you saw the amount of sidewalks that got blocked. Oh, <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Oh, the Teslas? The Teslas? Oh, the Teslas are, they're, they're parking, they're parking like, uh, like, trees you know it's like right you, you can't be there that's a that's the woods but no they're like oh i'm in the woods <laughs> oh. yeah that's a that's a good one you can put that in the book well, i i will put, put that, that right in the, in the book. book we're gonna put that yeah. chapter one yeah i i got a you know a couple doodles here on some napkins from the the pub that i i just been thinking of ideas like for example elon musk could be in the book and he's got okay he's got a tesla and uh He's waving a sign that says, I I made the worst car in the world because it doesn't make a sound. And then the fire burns him down. Yeah, so maybe Elon Musk is like bragging about his car and some fire burns him down. And Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's just I, I, I'm, I'm no good at books. So, I, so it's no, just I think some that's a great ideas. Idea. No, that's a great no, idea. I, uh, you know, I mean, that's a great idea. I I uh, I dropped out of school when I was uh, fifteen, so I don't, I don't know what's what with the what writing. That's why I got the doodles instead. 
Hey, school's o- school's overrated. Yeah. Connor, it's really overrated. School is overrated. Yeah. I got a master's degree, and I tell you, it has not helped me one whit. It has not helped him at all. Whoa, not master's all. degree, man. Mr. Will, you have something. You have a pretty cool guy. You got yeah, the robe and the cool. master's no, he's degree. No, no, he's not. Wow. He's not. And you got, no, he's not. you got the ex-wife. She's probably crying right now because she's so sad. She I bet she you. is. I bet she is happier. crying. She's much happier. She's married yeah. right now to a pretty wealthy man, but I bet she is on the inside, quite sad. Oh, what? What's his job? Uh, he makes Teslas. Oh God, oh, I'm so sorry. Up. He's he works oh. for for Tesla, and and he oversees. He's one of the engineers who helped to design the batteries. That's a fucking. That's a fucking tough rope. It is. It was a tough rope. What I found out. Yeah, I'm real sorry. That's okay. Oof. I don't know if they're still married. I keep assuming that their marriage is going to fall apart. So. I haven't no, checked in the last couple of days, but I, I, I wonder it maybe will. if it's falling apart. I bet you it will, too. Yeah, so, Tesla, guys. <laughs> so, Connor, here's what we're going to do. If you don't mind, we're going to just, uh, Karen and I are going to step away and have a little meeting, just her and I, and then if, if it's all right, we'll call you tomorrow at the same time just to ask a couple of quick follow-up questions. Oh, that sounds, that sure sounds great. I'll be right here in my, uh, in my apartment waiting. Oh, you can go do other things. Like, no, don't I'm, like I'll be right here in the apartment. I'll, I'm right by the phone. I got one of them, uh, the phones with the card. It goes straight into the wall. And if I go, I could miss the call. So I, I'll be right here. With the Okay. I thought you said card. You said cord. Yeah, it's a landline. But uh, yeah. okay, it's up to you. But we'll, we'll call you back about this time tomorrow. Thanks for talking, Connor. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hello. If you're enjoying I Will Write Your Book, please do that thing that every podcast asks you to do and go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It makes a huge difference to us getting to new audience members. Also, if you have ever heard of social media, there's I Will Write Your Book on Instagram and I Will Write Your on Twitter, which features photos of our guests. And sometimes we get fun fan art that mocks up the covers of these books that we are talking about on these episodes. And it's really fun. So I hope you get a chance to check those out. And thanks so much for listening. All right, cassette tape 11. Uh, This is a meeting with Karen Donahue at her house. Hey, thanks for having me over. Well, I figured you wanted to see it. It's, uh, It's nice. This is a really, this is a beautiful home. Yeah. I know. Can I sit here? I guess. You don't want me to? I won't sit here. No, sit there. It is, not, this isn't a you know a showpiece. It's a home that people live okay. in. Nice. Oh, this is a. So go ahead. I'm sit sitting there. down. This is a nice. This is a nice sofa. Right. It, it looks is. like you're doing all right financially. Yeah, I am. Was there any question? Well, I'm just saying you beg you. You really. When I'm a little late in paying you, you really make a federal case out of it. And I'm just over here. I'm looking. Looks like she's doing all right. Well, that's why I'm rich. You think rich people just let people get away with not paying them? No, I'm just no. saying. I'm just saying. They make sure they get their money. I know you slashed my face once, okay? I remember that you like getting paid. Right. Hey, how are your investments doing well? Bad. Right. And the European investments mistake. did not pan out. No, you should invest in real estate. Hmm. Next time. Well, but you didn't want to ask. You didn't want to ask me for my advice. I didn't. Or I help. got pretty hot headed. I thought I could figure it out. You got it all figured out. I thought out. I could handle it on my own, and I blew it. You want a mojito? Yes, I would. Could I have two? Why don't you just, you know, just have the one, mm-hmm. and then I'll say, "Would you like another?" You don't ask for two right. immediately. Okay. Well, just heads up. Of course, you're gonna. Head, you can have as many as you want. Heads up. I'll probably have another one. So just be ready for that. Okay. Uh, I'm. That's fine. That's fine. I apologize um, that I'm wearing a suit. I know you hate that. I don't mind the suit. Well, mm-hmm. it's wearing a robe over right. it. And that's a very ill-fitting suit, by the by. I wanted room in case I grew. <laughs> in case I, I muscled up. In case I muscled up. I wanted some room in this suit to grow. It's so ill-fitting. It's very loose in the arms and tight in the waist. It's very ill-fitting. I think it looks Very all right. Fitting. I think it looks all right. It looks like David no. Byrne talking heads. I think I look kind of good, actually. You wish. You wish. What do you think about Connor's book? I think you guys are two peas in a pod. Yeah, I love this guy. I know you do. Salt of the earth, just he like isn't... me. 
man well, of the you're people. You're not really salt of the earth. You're not a man. Of I the was people. meant to be. I was meant to be. I fell down a highly educated path by sort of mistake and circumstance. <laughs> but I think I was meant to be a man of the people, a man of the bars, a man of the docks. You're not. I think you're not. Look at your hands. Look at how soft they are. They're soft and adorable. They're not adorable. They're soft. Cutie cutie hands. But I bet you, with a couple of different choices, they would rough up nicely. I think they're meant to be calloused. Don't put your drink down there. Right here? Not here? Okay, over here? No, there's coasters. This coaster? This is a coaster? What's wrong with you? This looks so nice. Yeah, this is a coaster. This coaster is better than my tables. I know. I know. That's for sure. You don't have taste. That's the problem. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what, what is the wrong f- with the me? Is, who just says you don't have taste? You know? Well, I'm just that? letting you know. Who like, lays I'm that out? I'm letting you know. What's wrong with you? Well, I'm We've been friends you for years. We're just out of nowhere. We're you not have friends. No taste. We're not friends. We are best friends. You come friends. to my house and you talk Happily. to me like this. You're in yes. my house. Familiarly. And you're talking to me this way. In a this friendly, is why direct way. You don't way. have friends. I got mil- I have, I have 10 friends. million friends. Whatever happened with that cult? Oh, they kicked me out. Right. No one wanted to. Some uh, people wanted me. I, some people lobbied on my behalf, but the cult voted really? that it would. Someone lobbied on your. A couple behalf. people were like, "He seems all right," but then eventually they were like, eh, "We don't, we don't need him." So, right. We kind of right. agreed to part ways. In the in the end, it was amicable. No, they kicked you out. Kicked it out. wasn't amicable. I mean, they... I eventually saw it their way, but I mean, I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was disappointed. I enjoyed being part of the cult. You know. If you want to write this revenge fantasy book yes. for Connor, I know you do. You got very excited about it, and you're really interested in putting yourself in. I don't think it's going to sell at all, and I think it's going to be a big waste of everyone's time. But if you want to do it, you know, go for it. Uh, well, I'm going to do it. Okay, go for Can it. I, I got to go. I'm feeling restless. <laughs> you don't want another mojito? Can I have it for the road? No, you can't have a mojito for the road from my home. Okay, I'll see you later. All right, cassette tape number 14. This is a meeting with Karen Donahue and Connor McGleason. Uh, Connor, uh, well, thanks for uh, meeting with us again. We just wanted to make sure we didn't have, sometimes we have follow-up questions, so we have the second meeting real quick. I'm real honored to be here. I, I, to be honest, I thought I'd just get the first meeting, and it's nice to know that y'all are still interested. I'm very interested in this book, Connor. I really want to write this book. Yeah, cool. You really haven't moved, huh? You seem like you're you slept there, maybe. Yeah, I got a pillow that I put here for the nighttime, and uh, I got a stick I can use to reach the donuts on my counter. So I just a been stick. eating donuts. Okay, yeah. well. I, let's get this quick so you can get up out of that spot and maybe go get a something a bit more hearty to eat. You know, I, I feel like a donut's not a great meal. Oh, I could eat donuts all day, Mister Will. I eat donuts like the like the freaking oxygen. Okay, yeah. Well, I I love a good donut, but they're they're maybe not as healthy as some good leafy greens. You know what I mean, or a lean protein, that kind of stuff. You don't eat that shit. Well, no, but I know that it's healthy, it. Karen. I can just I know say, you know it's healthy. Somebody tells but me they why, eat nothing why are you but donuts. A lifestyle I'm allowed that to you say, don't even adhere well, to. So what? I have to live up to the best advice I'm willing to get. I'm sorry. You had to yes. see this, Connor. Me and Karen were in a little bit of a. We're just in a little bit of a coworkers uh, spat. Hey, I we're not. I get it. Sometimes it's good between you and your coworkers, but sometimes it's tough. Like the other day, I I, I put a pocket ticket in my buddy uh, Joe's sandwich, and I said, oh, right. <laughs> "And you said it's seven. Enjoy that sandwich." Yeah. yeah, but he uh, he 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 spit it out, and he said, um, "Don't fuck with my lunch," uh, and then he left wow. the room. That's so. rough. Oh, okay. That's well, rough. that's how that prank ended. I didn't realize that. I'm sorry to yeah, hear that. I, I've been trying that prank. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Connor, you know what I think would be great? If you and Will went out to the bar together. That'd be yeah, great. I'd love that. I would oh, love that. Boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. man, that'd be so much. I, I haven't been out to the bars in a well, couple of days, really, but I would love to do it again. You probably like go really to some real fancy bars too. Like I bet you go to the places that give you whiskey and the fancy glass. Uh, there's, 
kind of a they, they kind of do a whiskey thing. I go they to put a, one of those orange peels on them. Like, oh, okay, who's fancy now? You got orange peel in your whiskey. I go to a bar with a haunted theme. It's kind of fun. They have like ghosts and stuff, and it's like a kind of a good time bar that quite fancy, fancy oh, ghost boy. and witch <sighs> decorations. I don't love ghosts. I tell you that. If there's a ghost in there. Connor, you're going to love these ghosts. You're going to love them. It's a real yeah, classy I, ghosts. I get pretty spooked by ghosts, but if, if you like it, I I, I could do it. I, got, I, I mean, I got a couple of bookshelves thought? in this place. Maybe we'll go. We'll get a couple of whiskeys. We'll peruse the books. Man, if Sheila could see me now going to a haunted bar with books, books yeah. by the drinks, she'd, she'd be sorry. We'll take a picture. We'll put it on the internet so people can see you there. Oh, I, I don't really use the internet. No? Yeah, I, I mean, my ex-wife Sheila, she tried to set up a Facebook for me, but it didn't really stick. What happened? What went wrong? That's okay. Uh, I started messaging people just uh, saying, hey, what's up? You know, people I'd given tickets to, asking how it went <laughs> with the ticket. and <laughs> That seems like a bad idea. Yeah, they sent me, you know, dirty messages. Oh, that's, de- yeah, that could definitely really irritate people, the unsolicited dirty messages, especially if you've already given them a parking ticket. Yeah, I was just following up. I think that's just courtesy. That's manners, because, like, back in Brockton, if I saw someone I gave a ticket to in real life, I might say, hey, how'd it go with the ticket? And yeah. they'd say, oh, you know, I paid it off. I didn't pay it off. But on Facebook, people say all, all sorts of nasty things. I'm sorry to hear that. You yeah, like them- your face looks like a butt or like, I hope that's, you die and burn. I hope rough. that. Oh, well, that's not nice. That's yeah, rough. I hope you get a bunch of. That's not nice. A bunch uh, of but, diseases. You know, to be fair, you are going to write a book where a bunch of doofus firefighters get burned up. <laughs> oh, and maybe man. copy editor's house gets burned up. It so. gets funnier every time. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, it's a comedy for sure. I always thought I'd write a drama, but now I know it's going to be a comedy. This is going to be a good time. This is People are going to laugh, and they're going to be like, parking attendants, these guys are the best. They're a good time. They get yeah. stuff done. They're fun, and they don't get burned up like a bunch of doofuses. Hey, say you guys work in, in books, and books are a lot like movies. You think there's any chance that this book gets made into a movie? 100% chance. What? 100% chance? Yeah, 100% chance that this will be a movie. I guarantee it. Uh, Well, just out of curiosity for my own personal Mm. knowledge, how many of your books have been made into a movie? Zero. Right. Okay. But I have a feeling with this one. This one's got the goods. Yeah. I 100% guarantee this book will be a movie within two weeks. Whoa, two weeks? Man, well, two, two, really weeks two weeks from publication. Two okay. weeks from publication. Uh, It'll take us some time to book? write it. Okay, yeah. Well, of course. I, I, I thought, you know, you sit down, you write a book, it'll take some time, like a month or something. Hey, if Will writes your book, is he going to get like some kind of parking pass where he can park wherever he wants or anything like that? <laughs> oh, like, I, I feel boy. like diplomats get that. Uh, <laughs> what kind of question is that? You think... You think I go around giving out parking passes? Nobody's above the parking rules. That's ridiculous. Oh, man. Well, I don't need it because my car's been in the shop for several weeks. So I don't need a parking pass right now anyway. But thank you, Karen, for that thought. That's really really sweet of you. Um, What should we name this guy in the book, Connor? The parking Uh, attendant. I think his name should be Connor. It's just a a common name is what I was thinking. I will call him Connor. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and I think uh, he's like six foot seven. You know, he's got uh, Irish Italian roots, but okay, that's great. just I'm thinking every every I guy probably it. looks like that. They'll be friends yeah. with a five foot six ghostwriter. They're gonna set Elon Musk on fire, and their yeah. ex wives are gonna beg for them to come back. Yeah, and and we might not. Or the characters. Go. They yeah. won't go. The characters. And they have the a characters. they have a Herbie fully loaded cars. They right? Each have a separate Herbie, fully loaded cars. Two Herbies, both fully yeah. loaded. Yeah. What? Well, I'm just curious. Have you given any thought to a title on this one? Yes, or? I have. The book should be called Ride or Die or Park. 
Whoa. Oh. You really know That's movie good, titles. Actually. Yeah, oh, that's man. the action title. That's Ride or great. Die or Park. That's better than Charlie's Angels. Oh, I think so. More syllables. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie's Angels, you're thinking, is this about God? Am I going to church? Because I'm not trying to go to church more than I already do twice a week. Right. And well, like, that's kind of a lie. Charlie's Angels does not tell you what it's about. But Ride or Die or Park, it's pretty clear that parking Park is the star of that title. Exactly, because that's the most important thing you do in your whole day. Yeah. Parking is the most important part of a day. Yeah, you eat, Shaw, you can go a day without eating. But if you go a day without parking, where's your car going to go? You're going to keep driving? You're going to drive into the ocean? Highly doubt it. (laughs) Not on my watch. Well, Connor, I think we've got everything we need for this book. Karen, can you think of any other questions? No, well, I think you've really covered it all. You've been very thorough, and you've done a great job. Connor, don't worry oh. about Karen. She's being sarcastic right now, but you, we, uh, we have done a great job. You book people the way you talk. It's like something out of a movie. Oh, man. But we're <laughs> all going to be movie stars now. I can't wait. I knew when I left uh, Brockton, Massachusetts, I knew I left for a reason, and this is the reason. Sheila, baby, I'm coming home. Hello, everybody. That was another episode of I Will Write Your Book. My name's Will Hines, and in this episode, I played a character named Will Hines, who was a ghostwriter. And I'd like to plug my Twitter account. It's W-I-L-L-H-I-N-E-S. It's almost completely full of lies that I make up about my life that are not true, and I think it's quite fun. And I would love for you to check it out. I also have another podcast called Screw It. We're just going to talk about comics. I do it with my brother. We talk about comic books. Hey, it's a good time. Um, Pam, you want to say anything? Sure, I'm Pam Murphy. I played Karen Donahue. I am on Twitter and Instagram as Murphy, please. And I don't know if you're feeling lucky, you could always download Quibi. I'm Anna Salinas. You can follow me on Twitter at Bad Comics with an X by Anna or on Instagram where I have a webcomic, Bad Comics with an X by Anna with two N's. And um, you can also check out updates on my latest film which your very own will hines is in That's foghorn right. um and it's foghorn film on instagram check it out all right well thanks anna thanks for being on the show and i will see you all next episode everybody bye-bye Imagine a podcast. Now, imagine a musical. Now, imagine the two of them made one million babies. Well, you don't have to imagine it, because it's real, and it has a name. One Million Musicals. Each month, we bring you a brand new, original podcast musical featuring talent from across Broadway, films, and TV. You'll hear tales of spooky ghosts, Wild West shootouts, adventures on the high seas, and much, much more. One million musicals. Only a few hundred thousand to go. A Campfire Media Podcast. Campfire.